Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are coming to you from the heart of Radio Row, Super Bowl Central in Las Vegas, Nevada, as the countdown is very much on now. Just three days away from seeing the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs go head-to-head at Allegiant Stadium, Super Bowl 58. The fans have arrived in their thousands as the Super Bowl experience has officially opened up. The stars are in town as well. Radio Row is packed to the rafters. So what are we waiting for? Let's continue our build-up to the greatest show on earth. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Yes, welcome along to Graves on Gridiron. I'm your host, Richard Graves, in the heart of Radio Row. And what a difference 24 hours makes from the relative hum of the opening few days of this week to a flurry of activity, noise, absolutely heaving as the A-listers arrive, former players, celebrities, everybody who's anybody wants to be in Las Vegas this week just to grab a little piece of the action, get a feel for what it's like to build up to the greatest show on earth, which is, of course, Super Bowl 58. All week long so far, we've largely concentrated on the battle of the two offences and specifically the face-off between quarterbacks Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. Today, we're going to take a break from that and focus on the other side of the ball, the defence, and specifically the linebacking groups that these two teams have. Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, obviously the standout linebackers for the San Francisco 49ers, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay and co. for the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to hear from Nick Bolton a little later on the show, but who better, first of all, to speak to than a man who played this position back in his day so well, he earned the nickname Lights Out. Sean Merriman's been in town and doing the rounds on Radio Row, and I had the chance to catch up with him and gauge his thoughts on the two linebacker cores that'll face off against each other at Allegiant Stadium this Sunday. Three times to the Pro Bowl, first team All-Pro, led the league in sacks in a single season as well. There's a reason they, they gave you the nickname Lights Out. It's because for a while there, you made that linebacker spot your own. And you, you look at the, the Super Bowl matchup this weekend, and you've got four of the very best in the league. Uh, two on the San Francisco 49ers with Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. And then you look at Nick Bolton and Willie Gay uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. When you look at those positions for those teams, what do you see? I think, um, look, we, we, we know it's a quarterback-driven league, right? We, we know that so it, we're told all the time. We, we know the NFL want to see points and because it, it brings more fans and more eyeballs when they score points. Um, but in my opinion, you know, a team like the Kansas City Chiefs are here because of the defense. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's not, not taking anything away from the greatness of Patrick Mahomes in the quarterback position, but you, some of the guys you mentioned, Fred Warner, uh, Greenlaw, um, a former Charger and Tranquil, who, who you know, Drew Tranquil, who's, yep. who's kind of picked up and played extremely well. Chris Jones, that we're we're just not talking about. And so, in my opinion, I mean, this 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 is going to be a much more of a defensive battle that people are expecting to happen. Well, when you mentioned Chris Jones, there, I find it remarkable that whenever people talk about the defensive player of the year, no matter what Chris Jones does, he never seems to be be in that shortlist in that frame. 
he don't throw the ball, right? I mean, seriously, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we're the NFL is such a quarterback-driven league yeah. now that they, they forget the fact that, you know, defense wins championships. You know, that play that Kansas City Chiefs made against Flowers, against the Ravens, diving into the end zone, they don't knock that ball out and he fumbles. They score. The Ravens could be here on Sunday. And so Chris Jones is a, you know, just a, a, a just a big man of a, of, a, of a teammate to have with those guys up front, but he can control a lot of things up there. Last year, Chris Jones ended that game for them to ice the game. Yes, he did. He, he came and had that big sack. And that ended the game for him. So, you know, he comes up in big plays, and he's not talked about enough because we want to we want to keep driving the quarterback position. When you look at these two defensive units, which do you feel has the more responsibility going into this game? Because, you know, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a two-time NFL MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP. But by his own admission, this hasn't been the same Chiefs offense this year. And then on the other side, you've got a young quarterback in Brock Purdy, who never quite seems to get the respect in, in the national media that the, the results on the field certainly would warrant. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think that's a bad narrative for Brock Parity. I mean, to be honest, and I don't think we've ever seen anybody as scrutinized this plan on Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. You know, normally when a guy get there, you get praised, mm -hmm. right? You get praised for getting your teammates involved, right? Throwing a ball to four or five different targets, finding different ways to win. In, this, in, the, in the other flip, he's penalized. Yeah for getting everybody involved. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, is, is penalized for putting together a great offense. John Lynch, the general manager, is penalized for putting together a great team, and we haven't seen anything like this. And, and, I, and I never want to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes because last year what he did on that bum foot, he was, he was running around, he was hobbling around, no number one wide receiver, no number one running back. He didn't have a lot of talent. He went out there and iced that game and won that game for him. The 49ers are the more talented team. They're a more talented team, but again, so was the Baltimore Ravens, so were the Buffalo Bills, and the Chiefs beat them both. So, Well, I, I was going to say, you've played this game, you've played it at, at the highest level, and when you look at this matchup, what, what's the, the key matchup within the match, if you like, for, for you? Because you, you say for the 49ers, man for man, would appear to have a more talented roster, but Patrick Mahomes is that X factor. It's going to come down who makes the least amount of mistakes. Um, because we just talked about there was no doubt the Ravens were a much better team. They had penalties, personal fouls, taunting. You know, it was just back to back to back. And what did Kansas City do? They, they capitalized off of those mistakes. So the San Francisco 49ers cannot, for one, get down like they were against the Lions because you're not coming back against KC. They can't make those mistakes, right? Taunting penalties, face mask penalties, giving them 30 yards of penalties on one drive because you know what Patrick Mahomes is going to do, do with it. Kansas City, they're not going to make those mistakes. Yeah. They've been here too many times. Uh, I've been in the same situations as a player where we were much better than the Patriots, you know, a couple years, and they put us out to playoffs because every time we fumbled or we had a penalty, Tom Brady marched it down and went out and scored. And so it's having the same type of feel right now, the same type of vibes that KC will come out on top in this game because they're going to have less errors. Yeah, we, we say that and talk about Patrick Mahomes, but I guess when you look at Nick Bolton and Willie Gay for the, the Chiefs, You've got Debo Samuel, who's a receiving threat, but equally capable of running the ball um, on the ground. And then you've got Christian McCaffrey, who just loves the physicality of the game. And really, the offense, it fires through him. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, as a defensive player, okay, if uh, Christian McCaffrey, you stop at the running game, guess what he can do? He can catch the ball at the backfield, right? He can go one-on-one in at a slot wide receiver position on the linebacker, making a mismatch. 
And so he's just a whole different animal in, in his own right. But even if you stop him, then you got to worry about Debo. Then you got to worry about Kittle. You know, they're getting guys involved, and that's what makes them so difficult to game plan against. But in return, it, it, it's the same thing. You got to stop Travis Kelsey. You yes, know, you do. He, he's going to be lined up one on one on a linebacker. A mismatch is going to happen. He's going to get his catches, but you can't let him go 10 for 10 or 10 for 11 like he did in the last game. That's what you can't let happen. I know, like the rest of us, you're going to be intrigued in watching this matchup on Sunday afternoon. But, but away from football, you're, you're a busy man again now. I've just been handed a, a leaflet that says you're getting back involved in MMA. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, uh, Lights Out Extreme Fighting is my MMA organization. Um, you know, we've been around a couple years now. Uh, we got a big fight next, next Friday uh, in Long Beach, California, and it'll be live on Football TV, Football Sports. And uh, we're going to make some announcement here, announcements here soon because we have an opportunity to be seen all over the world, right? So football is huge in the States, um, in Canada, some, some parts of France and whatnot, some parts of it's Spain. It's growing in the UK as well now. Yeah, and so you know, we're going to announce to get a massive, massive, massive distribution in the UK here in the next 30 days or so. So I can't wait for that. Uh, but it's, more, it's about getting more eyeballs. I mean, you know, obviously football will always be king here in the States. <laughs> But fighting this king globally, and that's that's the fun part about it. It, it strikes me from the way you're talking about it. It's something that, that gets the passion going inside you again. Yeah, I, I've been around this uh, the, the combat sports for 17 years. I actually just started training myself because I wanted to get a, be a better player. Uh, you know, being using my hands as an outside linebacker, and I fell in love with the sport. And so I started training with some of the biggest and uh, biggest names in the business, um, and getting the opportunity to be around it. And, uh, and two. Retiring and going straight to TV helped out a lot, too, because yeah. I understood how production works and how TV works. So the combination of, of loving the, the sport of MMA and in combat sports and knowing the TV business, it, it was a great merger for me. Well, we're excited about it. We certainly look forward to those announcements in, in the coming weeks and months. Can't let you go without asking you for the way you see this match going on, on Sunday. Are the Chiefs going to create history and go back-to-back, -back, or the 49ers going to end that 29-year drought? I, I, I got the Chiefs going back-to-back. Um, I just don't go against anybody that's already been here many times before. Because the margin of error for them, they, they understand the scope and the, and the scale of this game. Experience matters. Experience matters. And, you know, I, I worry a little bit that, you know, the experience for Brock Purdy and some of these guys, kind of Kittle, you know, they, they've had guys to get, get to this level before, but not at this capacity playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And that, that's why I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. All right, Sean, thanks for your time. It's been great catching up with you. Best of luck in the new venture as well, and we'll uh, keep a keen eye for success. Thanks, thanks for having me. Griggs on Gridiron. Yes, exciting times ahead for sure, it appears, for Sean Merriman. Great to get, catch his thoughts and get the inside track on what it takes to play the linebacker position. Of course, he no longer has to worry himself with the pressure of being involved in a game like this this weekend and everything that that entails. One man who does is the Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton. Very much aware of the threat posed by the offense of the San Francisco 49ers and equally aware of the job that he and his fellow teammates on the defensive side of the ball um, have to do if the Kansas City Chiefs are to go back to back and create a little bit of history and win yet another Super Bowl this weekend. I had the pleasure of catching up with him a little bit earlier in the week and asked him, how do you go about the challenge of the San Francisco 49ers? Nick, the Chiefs have been here before, you've been here before, but does it prepare you yet for, for what's to come on Sunday? Yeah, I think uh, every game is its own unique uh, game. I first you're in the playoffs, man, you really can't take it from year to year. I uh, kind of just how, how that game goes, it's kind of how it goes, man. So I'm uh, not really focusing on last year. This is his own challenge, uh, different team, different opponent, different outfit. 
uh, different opportunities uh, out there for a lot of guys. And so, yeah, man, we're just taking it day by day and enjoying the moment. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because a lot of talk this week has been about four years ago and the way that game went between these two teams in Miami. But that's four years ago. This San Francisco 49ers team are a different p- proposition right now. Yeah, man. It's a lot, a lot of different guys over there, man. They got uh, a lot of talent. Uh, a lot of talent wasn't there. Uh, but same with us as well. And so, uh, yeah, there's another opportunity. It's a whole different team. Uh, typically, teams turn over every two to three years in, in the NFL. Uh, so I'm honestly surprised that that, makes some, that much continuity between the last game and this game with the amount of guys we still have playing, man. But uh, I'm taking those experience from, from guys that have done it, played against them before, and uh, just trying to learn as much as I can from those guys. Talk to us about the Chiefs' defense, because as you say, you weren't on this team four years ago when they met in Miami. But in that period, you've become a, a leader of this team, drafted by this team. And now Patrick Mahomes has already said this season that the defense is seen as the premier unit on this team. Yeah, man, I think uh, I'll give Pat a lot of uh, uh, kudos for that, man. But, uh, yeah, we understand how good our offense is, man. I can't be. Uh, we understand we're going to get back to the ball as best as we can. Of uh, course, turnovers. They got an opportunity with the ball in his hand, man, and he's able to do special stuff with it. Um, so, I want to come down to this part of the season, man. Uh, a lot of people decided to say uh, we carried them most of the season. Uh, when I, since I've been here, this is the first time they've ever been any close. So they've been, been doing what they've been doing, averaging 28 to 20 points per game. Uh, my first two years, man, uh, getting us this opportunity to win a championship. So uh, we have an opportunity to handle our side of the business. So I know it's exciting uh, for our defensive players, man, to hold that in the bargain, man. And, uh, yeah, man, we're excited. What are your thoughts when you think about the San Francisco 49ers and their offense? Because they've got a lot of threats, both at the receiver level and, of course, Christian McCaffrey at the backfield. Yeah, man, I think it's also got him in quarterback as well, man. Uh, that's special across the board. Josh uh, has a great job mixing up different looks and uh, marrying run games and pass game, uh, intermediate throws, deep throws, man. I think that everybody, uh, man, are you honestly one of the guys who watch on tape, man? That does good. Probably as much credit as all the rest of the guys around the office get, uh, but he's a premier receiver in this league, uh, able to do with the ball with his hands. But also, uh, he's able to run, run the route trees. Uh, Kiss with character out season, the agent makes him run, man. Uh, that guy's first couple point attack, uh, Rusev, uh, uh, take it to the house speed, next level speed, and, uh, next level physicality. And also bringing the tight end, bringing Debo, bringing, uh, Trent Williams, all the rest of those guys. Uh, yeah, man, I think we're going to run back to the quarterback, man. That'll make him go, for sure. Yeah, McCaffrey and Debo, particularly, you've got two guys there that don't mind a, a bit of contact. Yeah. Well, I'm talking to a guy now that doesn't mind a bit of contact. Yeah, yeah man, uh, yeah, the physical guys, man. I had an opportunity to play those guys, uh, uh last year. Uh, we can sense the physicality early. I was able to move the ball on us, uh, Got out uh, a little early on us, I think, the first couple possessions, and uh, we can feel the physicality of them, man. So definitely, definitely learning from that experience. I'm trying to bring that for this game, man, and uh, just bring that energy and emotion. Myself, as well, well as just about everyone else in the media this week, have been talking about the opportunity that awaits the Chiefs. Now, the chance to go back-to-back and create history, first team in over two decades to do it since the New England Patriots. What's your assessment? Are you able to block out that noise or do you embrace it? Yeah, man, you got to kind of embrace it. Uh, we have the biggest greatness. Uh, that's what comes with it. Um, the opportunity to win back to back championships that a lot of teams haven't done. A lot of people have the opportunity to win one. Um, so, uh, I know they had an opportunity last, or a couple years ago to do the same thing. And uh, we had talks about that. And uh, it's kind of joyous to go, man. You've got to find a way to win this game. Uh, submit yourself to history uh, as a great uh, in this game. And uh, that's how you do it. It's a big place. You stood there as Super Bowl champions 12 months ago. What will it mean if you're doing it again this Sunday afternoon? Yeah, man, it's truly special, man. But more so for, for, for the players we have here, for our coaches, our guys who are on the team haven't won a championship. Uh, it's truly special to get those guys won, our fans, the community, Kansas City, um, hosted in Missouri, man. They've been behind us all year. Uh, we have ups and downs all year. They stuck with us, uh, stay in the games. They travel to away games. Uh, stay out there in the cold, man. The freezing cold games we've been playing. And uh, they've not there, man. been fully invested. So I think that went be special for them, most, first, first and foremost, but uh, also for the guys in this room as well. Go well Sunday, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Griggs on Gridiron.
So as you might expect, Nick Bolton very much locked in on the task at hand, as you'd expect everyone involved in this game on Sunday to be by now, because the countdown is very much on. Just three days away from the big game itself, and you can feel the heightened anticipation, the buzz around the city of Las Vegas, the mass of people, sheer mass of people that have descended on this venue just in the last 24 hours really takes your breath away it has to be seen to be believed but it is a fantastic occasion there really is nothing quite like the build-up to a Super Bowl and we're experiencing that here in the entertainment capital of the world as well don't forget there's much more t material that you can access as well in the build-up to this weekend's big game that hasn't quite made it onto the podcast show just go onto my YouTube channel at Richard Graves TV you'll see chats there with, with celebrities with other players everyone who's got a vested interest if they're around i've spoken to them and you can hear what they've got to say about the big game on that youtube channel equally interact on other social media platforms the facebook page graves on gridiron x at richard graves one instagram rdg media uk love to hear your thoughts ahead of the big game because everybody quite frankly has got one the odds makers right now have the 49ers as narrow favorites However, history tells us that Patrick Mahomes and these Kansas City Chiefs don't really care what the odds makers have to say. Remember, when going into a game as an underdog since he became a starter in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes has a record of 9-3. Can he make it 10-3? If he does, it'll be another Lombardi trophy for the Kansas City Chiefs. If he doesn't, the 49ers will end a 29-year drought without that Lombardi trophy here in Las Vegas this weekend. We've still got a couple more days to go before the game. There'll be three more podcasts between now and kickoff um, to build up to it as well. So keep it right here on Graves on Gridiron. But for now, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Podcast Network.